everything we do is in and through people. Welcome to the radio show that will help you know yourself to increase your influence with family, friends, co-workers, and community. This is Learn It, Live It, Lead It with your John Maxwell team leadership coaches, Mike Cook and Monique Minnick. But for this radio show, say hello to Mike and Mo. Hello and welcome back. We're the, still talking about. Oh, and this is who? this is Mo. Oh, don't want to don't want to cut you out there. Yeah, <laughs> this is Mike. Uh, we're still talking about. I'm just so excited because these are such awesome these laws. These are great so, laws. Yeah, and and we're we're at the finish line. This is law number fourteen. Wow, we're talking 14. about today. Talking about the laws of personal growth. Hopefully, you by now are creating your personal growth plan, continuing to work on that. And uh, before we get into it, we always want to remind you that we're talking about universal laws. They're not suggestions they're not ideas they're not you know they're actually laws they work whether you agree with them or not (laughs) so you might as well get on board and and uh and learn about it and then live it and lead it so uh anyhow uh, universal law doesn't change just like the law of gravity um what goes up must come down and we like to use the learning format um leaders are always engaged in this paradigm of learning cycle first you want to learn it yourself yep then you want to live it walk the talk right and then finally Lead it. Um, share it with others. Encourage others. Pour into others. And we're going to talk about that some as we finish these last two laws over the next few weeks or so. And part of leading it is accountability. So mm, it's accountability yep. time. Okay. So last week we were talking about the need to find a good mentor. Who's ahead of you in the journey of where you want to be and what does that look mm, like? Mm-hmm. And the difference between coaching and counseling, right? Yes. So did you find your next step mentor? And if you did... Did you meet with them yet? Have you developed those questions that are important, at least five, to go over the areas of your life where you're looking to grow, Mm. where you're looking to be different than where you are? Because coaching is about the future. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's about understanding where you want to be. So where do you want to be? And how are you getting there? Which is why... This show is so powerful. Creating a plan to get you there, like a personal growth plan, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, if you've been following our show and want to share how you're applying the laws of growth, please go to the Facebook page, Lynchburg Area Leadership Events, or send us an email. Yep. Mine is Monique at MinnickEnterprises.com. Mike's? Mike at StrategicDoersGroup.com. And obviously, leadership events. We are all about learning together and having opportunities to grow. So Mm -hmm. if there's something going on that you would like us to feature and put on our Facebook page as well, please let us know. So now it's time to get into Law 14. Law number 14. We're almost at the end here. Uh, Law 14 is the law of expansion. Um, And it's been really significant in John Maxwell's life. You know, of course, we're, we're following the book. 15 Laws of Growth uh, from John. Uh, law of Expansion says growth always increases your capacity. So for Learn It today, we're going to let John talk about that. Time to learn it. The Law of Expansion. I love this law. Growth always increases our capacity. Nike said there is no finish line. Now, I don't want you to read on. I, I, don't want to, I, want to, I want to talk to you just for a moment, just from my heart, just for 30 seconds, and then we will move on. This, this law, the law of expansion, growth always increases our capacity. When I started in, in 1972, 73, when I started my personal growth plan, I had no sense 
of what it was going to do for me. So listen to me carefully. I, I thought I was going to I thought I was going to grow. I, I thought I'm going to get this growth plan and I'm going to learn some things and I'll develop those, um, those areas and <coughs> I'll develop those areas and, 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 and I'll, I'll just get better and, and, and I'll grow. But I thought there'll be a time when, when I graduate. I mean, in other words, okay, I, I got that. I, okay, I've got these things down now. And, and is there anything else in life I need to do? And what I had no idea is I, I, know, I had no idea what it would do on the inside of me. I, I didn't know what it would do for my soul. I didn't know what it would do to my mind. I, I, I knew that I was going to grow, but I didn't have any idea that it would not only begin to stretch me in all areas of my life, and that, but what I didn't realize is that when I got stretched, one of the things you have to understand is once you really truly get stretched, you are never content to go back. It creates within you a total dissatisfaction to return to the good old days. Now, by the way, I value the good old days. There were some wonderful things in my heritage that I'm very grateful for, but I have no desire to go back. There's something about increasing your capacity that not only causes you not to want to turn around and look back, but what surprised me that I didn't know, and this is the law of expansion, is that when I increased my capacity, I had this thought that when I increased my capacity, I would get it to a certain level and I'd say, I'm at capacity. What I didn't have any clue is that you aren't at capacity. You can't get to capacity. That as you go out there, there's still more growth for you. And in other words, I kind of thought there's a day when I will grow as big as I can grow. There's a day when I'll stretch as much as I can stretch and I'll be growing and I'll be stretched. And what I didn't realize is when I got there, I, I discovered there's more stretching room. There's more growing room. That, that you never run out of capacity as long as you're stretching and expanding. That was a huge surprise for me. Now that I look on this side of it, and I'm still enjoying learning and growing and developing myself, I mean, after I'd written about four books, I said, you know, I think I've tapped out my, my creativity. I, I, think, I think I'm done. I, I think I've written four books, and I think four books are four more than I ever planned on writing, and, and I think this is pretty amazing, and I don't think I have anything else to write about. If you'd have told me back then that I would, that I would write 73 books, I'd look at you and say, what do you mean I'll write 73 books? I, I don't even know 73 words. Mark and I were having this discussion the other day. I looked at her and said, okay, I'm 65. Am, am, am I going to run out? I mean, am I going to wake up one day and I don't have another creative thought and I, it's just kind of like God calls me home. I, you know, I mean, like it, there's a sign from heaven that says, it's over. You're done. You know, buy a rocking chair. You know, check out nursing homes. And I've come to the conclusion that I'm never going to run out. And I'm not going to run out not because I'm smart. I'm not going to run out because I even have high energy. I'm not going to run out because I'm going to keep growing. And there's something about growing that excites me. And I just read a book. I read a book last week. And, and, and I'm reading it. I'm reading it. And, and Margaret's at another appointment. I call her and I said, oh, Margaret, I'm reading a book. You've got to read this book. This book is so good. So I got done reading it. And I read it. And I called her. And I said, Linda, this is such a good book. Order me a box of these books. And she ordered me a box of books. I said, well, you read it. And, 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 and uh, Kevin, here, you read it. Dan, you read it. And Norbert, you, I gave him one. I, I'm just passing out books because there's something. I mean, 
Don't you think at 65 I ought to lose my enthusiasm? Shouldn't there be a time when I just say, dear God, don't think I want to read another book. Sure don't want to buy a box. Those things cost. I don't know. The great surprise about growing is the capacity to grow more. You don't tap it out. You don't, you don't arrive. You don't say, done, finished. It, th- th- this is what's so exciting to me. And this is what I think allows people to live till they die. I think once they understand this, they just say, hey, there's still much more to learn. There's still so much more to grow. I, I, I've got a way yet. And, and, and I think that's, that's the, the great thing about being in a growth plan is once you fall in love with growing, You never have to stop. You never arrive. You never graduate. You never peak. You just still keep growing. Okay? Wow, I love it. Okay, let's go back to to those. 90% is your potential number. (laughs) I love this. Experts usually agree that people typically use only 10% of their true potential. Let me just stop right there. Doesn't that just grab you? You and I probably use only 10% of our potential. And I think the people in this room are way above average. So I'm going to give you and me the benefit of the doubt. I don't think we're 10 percenters. I think we're 12 percenters. I just think you're, just look at your neighbor and say, we're a little better than the others. Go ahead and tell them. We're just, we're just, we're just, we're, hey, we're, we're, I don't think you're 10 percenters. I think you're 12. You're, you're 12, <laughs> which means, which means you only got 88% more to go. Look, so back to my notes. That statement is staggering, that 10% statement. If that's true, the average person has big odds for improvement. The odds for expansion are very high, 90%. How can we miss? We're not looking for 10% having developed 90% of our potential. We're looking at 90%. We're, hey, we're not almost there. We barely arrived. We barely start. We, we possess hundreds of acres of possibilities, but we keep only one half acre under cultivation. The question is, how do we tap the 90% potential number? And the answer is found in changing. I love this part of the book. I love this part of the teaching because I believe this. I remember writing this book, part of the book, just spending probably two days making sure I nailed this down. Because when I tell you that you can start working on that 90% of potential, i got to have some integrity. I kept asking myself, how does a person get there? Okay, so I'm reading, the, I'm reading that last statement again. The question is, how do we tap the 90% potential number? The answer is found in changing, one, how we think, and two, what we do. Now, this is going to be very simple. I don't even need to explain it. I'm just going to jumpstart you. Let's talk about how we think. We've got to change how we think. Number one, we need to stop thinking more work and start thinking what works. If working longer and harder made you successful, then developing countries would already be successful. Because I've traveled enough and watched poor people work hard to know that that is not the answer. Number two, we need to stop thinking, can I? And start thinking, how can I? Oh yes. 
See, can I is filled with questions and doubts. How can I? You've already settled the, answer, the issue that you're going to try it. Now you're just going to say, how can I do it? It's not, am I going to do it? There's a, there's a world of difference between can I and how can I? And we need to stop thinking one door one way and start thinking many doors many ways. This idea that there's only one door of opportunity for you and if you don't catch it and find it the right time, you're lost. I'm telling you, I don't know where we ever learned that, but that's a bunch of garbage. First of all, let me just say this. If you find the open door, the first thing you're going to do when you get through it is you're going to get disappointed because you're going to find out it doesn't have everything you thought it had on the other side. You see, one door just gives you access to go get another door that gives you access to find another door that gives you access to find another door that gives you access to find another door. And by the time you really have found everything that you need, you've gone through many doors. And I've watched people who, boy, I just had my hopes set on that. Wow, you know, that opportunity closed. Boy, I didn't get that. I, I, I didn't, what am I gonna do? I didn't get that job. Quit thinking one door. There are many doors. And we not only need to change how we think, we need to change what we do. Okay. Number one, stop doing only those things you have done and start doing those things you could or should do. In other words, a lot of the stuff that we're doing, we could stop because it's pretty worthless and start doing the things that we could or should do. Now, let me just read the paragraph. At first, you do what you know. But the more that you do what you know, you will discover additional worthy things, innovative things that you know you should do. At this point is a pivotal decision. If you know what you should do, but continue to do what you've always done, you're in a rut. But if you know what you should do and then do what you know you should do, you're leading and you're growing. Get out of your comfort zone Stay in your strength zone. Don't ever get out of your strength zone. That's disaster. But always get out of your comfort zone. Okay. Number two, stop doing what is expected and start doing more than is expected. Jack Welch calls that getting out of the pile. Just get out of the pile. Do more than is expected of you. Have your standards higher than the people that have standards for you. Number three, stop doing important things every once in a while and start doing important things every day. If it's important, don't treat it like a birthday once a year. Do it every day. Okay. Boy, the law of expansion. I love that law because I, I just know that once you start growing, you know, you think you have capacity and you, you're going to say, boy, I'm going to get to my capacity. And the reason the 90, I, I know the 90% number, by the way, the 90% the number is a trick. Let me explain it to you. What you find is when you start growing, you think, okay, I'll cover all this territory and I'll have arrived only to realize that the more you know, the more you know that you don't know. And the more you have done, the more you know that you haven't done. And so what happens is that number is always out in front of you because the more you experience, the more you realize you still haven't experienced near enough. It never runs out. How to live it.
Wow. Okay. So <laughs> we, we wanted John to teach it. He does it so much better than we could anyway. So just jump right in there. Uh, the law of expansion, it's a lot about how we think yeah, mindset. and what we do. Yeah. yeah, mindset, which has been the track that we've been on for every True. law, right? Every right. law that we've talked about. Remember, we the first five that we talked about was really about helping you do a self-awareness, understanding you best. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And what do you need to start shifting? Yeah. You know, the next five, right, six through ten, were, were, were about how, we, how, to, how to live it, yeah. how to actually mm-hmm. take what you're learning about yourself and shifting it. Mm-hmm. And these last five have really been about how to lead it. Yes. And these next two, 14 the and 15, final two, yeah. are really going to push you in that, mm-hmm. in that area because mm-hmm. how are you leading it? And that's that's one of the cool things about personal growth. Um, even as I've I've worked on it for many years, every time I learn something, I want to turn around and share it with someone else. Right. So it's not only expanding my expanding my knowledge, but it's expanding my capacity to impact others. Right. And so when we're talking about living it uh, here, that's what we want to talk about: measuring your capacity, expanding your capacity. So you can expand your impact. There's a reason I want to keep learning. There's a reason I want to keep growing, not to be a, a river, but to be a reservoir, to let it flow through. And we'll talk about that more in, in future laws. And we've mentioned that in the past as well. Um, but your impact is a direct function of your capacity. So, you know, continuing to expand your capacity. And there's a lot of people that don't think they have a lot of capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Time, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Yes. Uh-huh. Some of us are more efficient with our time yeah. because so, of processes. We've talked about that in another law. It's like right? packing suitcases. Some people are better at it than others. That's yeah, yeah. I've got it down to a science, I can tell you. <laughs> I was sharing that story yeah. with someone uh, earlier this week about yeah. that I met someone on a trip that actually was better than I was. Oh, wow. And okay. I learned from that. Okay. And I have adjusted. And okay. now... okay. You got it down to a science. I, I can huh? okay. I can take clothes for a week and yep. still fit in room for souvenirs to include potentially so bottles see, of wine coming home. That's the same thing with time, and right. uh, I, I work with business owners often, and, and and we often talk about the fact that priority determines capacity. Absolutely, and we're going to hear so, about that again. Yes. So here here's the thing, right? Because you'll say, "Well, I'm too busy." Mm-hmm. Well, busyness is not productivity. So mm-hmm. let's don't confuse that. Right, right. Right. That's the law of priorities from the 21 irrefutable laws true, of leadership. There's a difference between being busy um, and and I'll, and I'll I'll just share a little bit when you think of capacity. So in my 24 hours, mm. I am managing and helping an elder parent. I am managing and facilitating a toddler who's in my life right now. I have a husband. I have. A couple of elderly friends that are having a lot of needs without family in town. I am a volunteer in three organizations on a board of two. Um, I'm still cooking dinner. I've been <laughs> in a health kick where my father and I have been having to be very intentional about how we're eating to lose weight, which means I have to plan. Right. So my process is really oh yeah stepped up. So how much are you accomplishing and how is your capacity and where and what does that look like? Because mm-hmm. you are going to be able to do whatever you make a priority. And whatever is important. Yeah. And whatever yeah. is important. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's ways. And priorities are not everything is number one every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? But it is about understanding the importance of it. And so living these laws becomes you know very, very important. Yeah. 
Yeah, so expanding our capacity to expand our impact, but we got to make make room for it. And that kind of goes back to the priority uh, question. I have a statement on the wall in my office that says, from my friend Buck Jacobs, it says, priorities are what we do, everything else is just talk. Right. So we actually got to, you know, put it into action and all that. So ask yourself, um, where is your impact right now? Yeah. you know, where would you like your impact to be? Maybe there's a, a difference in, in those things, and, and that may be a difference in, in the limits of your capacity. So, so Mo, give me some examples. Like what? Right. Well, you already briefly heard me mention, yeah. you know, what does my day look like uh-huh. um, on a, I mean, I'm retired military, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that think that I'm not working. Well, I'm also, <laughs> in addition to the list you just heard, I'm also yeah. a small business owner. So where, where you expand your impact, I guess that's that's Exactly. So my impact yeah. is has been a passion of mine from early on, right? So in in growing up, that looked like opening our home for hospitality. Mm. Uh, my mother was the consummate hostess, but also because of our faith background, it was about we very literally, and I do, very literally take feed the hungry, clothe the naked, mm-hmm. you know, help the sick, help the poor, whatever that looks mm-hmm. like. And that looks a lot of different ways in my life. You've already sure. heard that, right? Yeah. So our home is open. Our home is open right now to some friends that sold their house very quickly, taking advantage of this market, oh. and now helping them shift. There's all new opportunities there. whole new yeah. opportunity, yeah. right? My father, um, this toddler, um, we have a young lady who's graduated from high school that's moved to town, friend of a friend, looking to determine what she's going to do in life. So there's that capacity. I have a volunteer capacity working with aging, working with youth. Mm. Um, I have a capacity with my friendships. I have capacity with women's ministry. Mm. Um, I have a very busy calendar, and I sequence those things. Um, I have about four elderly ladies in my life that um, need help getting to appointments, need help managing access to resources. You know, my license plate says Mo knows. <laughs> You've heard me mention you're that the, before. You're the um, hub. You're the resource. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I am a I am a river of information. I learn stuff. I pass it on. Um, mm-hmm. There are people that get offended by that and are intimidated by it. And then there's other friends that understand the power of it because I'm not learning these things to hang on to them from an ego perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to share. I am the options girl. I am about... As you've heard me say, my husband doesn't want the 10 options. He wants it down to the two that I can live <laughs> Keep with. Keep it simple for us guys. Yeah, right? You're right. Yeah, yeah. So th- there is there is a power and an impact because my information and the things that I can do for others impacts them with quality of life, feeling valued, feeling loved. And that's the impact I want to have. Mm-hmm. Right. The law of legacy and the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. One day we're all going to have our life reduced to a sentence. What does that look like? Scary. Yeah. I want to, what am I doing now start, to make that sentence? Start writing it now. Yeah. Yeah. Say what it needs to mm-hmm. say. So for me, I want to be better. Mm-hmm. And I want to help people achieve the things they think they can't. Mm-hmm. The dreams, mm-hmm. the single mom that needs to change careers, the to finish education, to have someone walking alongside, to be the parent that she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is where the learn it. This is where the live it and lead it part comes in. Right. We can teach it and you can learn it, but to actually put feet to it to walk the talk, that's that's where it comes into play. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and it's turned into a career for you and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we've chosen it to be that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a career for you, but you can be a mentor. Oh, absolutely. And you can be a coach because there's people all around you. The question is, when are you going to say yes? Mm. 
Are and you, how often are you do you say looking yes? Looking for it, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes and finds you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you have to say yes every time because, as you and I have talked, right, we meet people that are looking for certain things. And if I'm not the right coach, mm-hmm. A, because I may not have capacity, mm-hmm. but I also may not be the right person. Well, all the personality styles we talked about. Right. I've, I've seen, I know a know. couple of others, and I'm yep. like, you know what? I see where you want to go, and I, I have somebody else I would rather yep. you meet. We, we do that. We share. We, we, we put that yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And it's important to know what you have the capacity and the capability mm-hmm. and the giftings for. Mm-hmm. Because that's the other piece of this law of expansion is you need to be operating in those. Play in your strengths. Yeah. Playing yeah. to your strengths, mm-hmm. not trying to build weaknesses to try to create impact. Yeah. Because yeah. that impact is not the kind of impact we're talking about. Yeah. Right. About moving people forward. Right. Mm-hmm. It's about understanding it. Mm-hmm. And trust me, folks, I am forever in a cycle of personal growth. I, ha- I have ends, to live yeah. it. I have yep. to walk the talk. Never ends. That's right. Never yeah. ends. And I have to be able to, to be able to look at people in my teachings and and when I'm talking with folks and they say, because I tell you what, I've I've had, I've had a young woman ask me one time, so what does that look like in your life? Oh yeah. The question's going to come. The question's going to come. Be ready for it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, here's my resume. Mm -hmm. Here is what I can do. Here is how I I do it. And here's how I've continued to do it. Mm -hmm. And then they get overwhelmed and they're like, oh, so I'm not asking you to go somewhere I haven't been. Yeah. I'm showing the way, right? And I'm going the way with you. I'm willing to put my time, resources, and effort mm-hmm. if you want it. But I'm not going to waste my time that's, either. That's real mental. Because my there, team, yeah. time is very important. Sure. Yeah. Very important. Mm. So it, it's all about where do you want to be and what are you doing to get there? Go lead it. Okay, so as we wrap it up today, talking about how to lead it, and um, you can go to our Facebook page, Lynchburg Area Leadership Events, and we'll put these out there so you don't have to feverishly write, especially if you're driving down the road listening <laughs> to this right now. Please don't feverishly write. Uh, but let me give you some, some things to think about here. Um, ask yourself the question, have you made the transition from I can't or can I to asking the question, how can I? And then do some dreaming and ask yourself Mm -hmm. some questions. We're going to talk in the future about dreams and things like that, too. But um, ask yourself some questions like, if I knew I couldn't fail, what would I attempt? How how does that change things? Uh, If I had no limitations at all. If uh, or this is the one we ask the business people all the time. If money were no issue, what what would you you be doing with your life? If you just had the because in that in the answers to those questions is you'll you'll find that sweet spot for right. you, that, that, that dream. So. And, you, and you may be where you are, mm-hmm. and the dream that you have may not be that far or that different than where you are, but it's how are you growing in it to make the dream a reality. This is not about necessarily going back to school to change everything mm-hmm. and undo everything yeah. you've done. Just some tweaks sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's what that looks like. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. it isn't. But... If you're dissatisfied and not comfortable where you are, and producer Anthony actually said, you know, a different term for this law would be the law of complacency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, well, John has a more positive spin on it. That's yeah. why we call it the law of compa- uh, expansion. Yeah. But he's exactly right. Yeah. Don't, this is all about don't be complacent. Don't be complacent. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So give yourself an, an what we call an effectiveness audit. Um, yeah. You know, so that you're you're thinking not 
um, you know, thinking what works instead of just more work, you know, just working more. <laughs> Busyness is not productivity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, work harder, yeah. so not smarter. There's all we, a lot of the ways we say this. What's actually working. Yeah. And then um, think about your own behavioral patterns. Um, you know, what's working? What do you need to adjust? And then use the, the criteria. Ask yourself these questions. What's required of me? What gives me the greatest return? And then what gives me the greatest reward? And the, those answers to those questions will help you make the adjustments, whether they're big or, or small. And there's a difference between return and reward. Yeah, that one caught me off guard. You're right. Yeah, because right. I mean, return and reward, that's the same thing, right? Right. So when you think of return, think of return on investment, mm-hmm. right? Where you're spending your time, your energy, and your effort, what is the result of that? That's yeah. what return means. Yeah, we measure that all the time in business. In ROI, business, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. ROI. You have a personal ROI as well. Yes. Right. Yes. The reward is the passion side. Ah, yeah. It's the passion side. Mm. So until next week, this is Mo. And this is Mike reminding you to learn it, live it, and lead it. Mm-hmm.